Hello, everyone. It is March 9th, 2021, and you're listening to the best PalCast. My name is BJ Guess, and I'm joined, as always, by my best friend and pal, Griffin Reynolds. Hello, best friend and pal. How are you? I'm doing swell. And we're also joined by a good pal of ours, Audie Norman. What's up, guys? Yay. <laughs> Round of applause. Wave silently for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would see him wave beautifully if you're watching <laughs> us on twitch.tv slash the best palcast, where we stream on Tuesday evenings at around 8.30 we go live. But if you can't catch that, obviously our episodes go up on Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. You're so good. You're so good at the transitions. <laughs> oh, man. Way to go. We have been crushing those lately. Those are, those are so easy, though. The ones that are hard to get to are the uh, the Dairy Queen ads that I forgot yes. to do, you know, probably because of the cease and desist letter, and um, <laughs> trying to wiggle wiggle a uh, a grunt butt joke in there. I'm trying to lean back on it, get off the gas Good. a little bit, so I can slam it back again in like two weeks when you're not ready for it, and just mess you up completely. Well, I will appreciate the time in between. <laughs> don't don't we all? In between the two, the two peaks, the two like almost like two cheeks. All right, Artie, I'm just gonna go, y'all. You got this. Right? <laughs> this is how I get Griffin off the podcast. So, besides getting off our podcast, Griffin, Audie, what have you guys been doing? What have you guys been playing? Audie, have we ever asked you like your favorite video game and movie and stuff? Last time you were here, I think we did. If not, I don't know what if we did your favorite video game, we talked about- movie, and. What video game, doing, movie, so. and television show. Oh. Firefly. Yeah, I, 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 um, you know, I just was on another podcast. Um, How dare you? One forty. Oh, go ahead. One forty. <laughs> cheating. One hundred and forty-three <laughs> pixels. Um, mm-hmm. and it's where people talk about their favorite games, and I talked about Halo Reach. So I'm give a shout out to one hundred forty-three pixels. And uh, let, talking about Halo Reach and kind of Halo stuff in general, too. Let me just say, I called a lot of flack <laughs> after last week's episode because I couldn't remember anything about Halo. Uh-huh. It just all left my brain. Yeah, that that was definitely one of those things where I'm sitting there doing dishes, listening to the podcast like, Griffin, dang it. <laughs> Dude, shatter one of your plates in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> just gives like, daddy. Okay, he could. He did. No, it was Halo. I'll buy you another plastic plate. Just shut up, kid. Um, <laughs> just cracking it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, favorite TV show. Honestly, I'd say The West Wing is the top. Firefly Ooh, right under it. I'm and going right now, the West Wing right now, it's so nice. Right it's now, like Ted nice Lasso. Story. Ted Lasso. Yeah, Griffin. How you like that Ted Lasso? <laughs> it's How still so good. Ted Lasso. Golden if you guys Globe see, winner, mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. Critics if you guys can see our list for like our top or um, like our episode spreadsheet every week, Ted Lasso is at the top. That things we need to do. Yeah, not we, you. Yeah, me. I'm sorry. You need we, to watch it. I need to watch so we can all talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's excellent. And I know Solid. we've talked. You know, me and BJ have gone back and forth on the twitters about it. Just how awesome it is. Um, I've done several illustrations of the characters because I needed to get that out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it it is one of the best shows that is so positive and feels so real. 
Mm-hmm. So it's hard to beat that. Um, but yeah, so those are my top TV shows. Favorite game I said was Reach. What a favorite movie? Just say MCU. We'll just go with that. Just a it, broad, I like that. Like broad statement. Um, just, since you are wearing a Captain America shirt, yeah, this is my Civil War. Shirt. Oh, and, and Iron Man. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, just the whole MCU, the way Marvel managed to do it and make it work, and mm. people have movies they don't like and movies they do like, but all of them were good, at least good. Whatever you think about them, like I hate Iron Man three, but it's still a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making a face. I'm totally kidding. I completely agree with you. (laughs) Like, and then the way they pull it together for the last two Avengers movie, Infinity War and Endgame, Endgame especially. Like, yeah. What was what would you say would be your favorite Marvel MCU film? Then I'm gonna say Endgame because when Captain America picks up Mjolnir, everybody lost their freaking minds, and it's just like that's a callback to. Uh, of uh, Age of Ultron, Avengers yeah, two. Yeah. When it moved, when it moved for just like, a hair, oh. you know. <laughs> and Joss Whedon did that, and everybody, like the comic book nerds who actually noticed it, were like, <gasps> "Well, actually." And we saw Thor well, though, like <gasps> for a half and second. <laughs> siege Captain America picks up the hammer. Right. <laughs> but when it took like this many years and this many movies, and they said. He's actually yeah. worthy, and he just does it because he needs to. And it's just like, <gasps> holy crap. Well, we saw it in theaters. Me and Griffin saw it together holding hands, mm-hmm. interlocked fingers. <laughs> My thumb was on top because I am the dominant uh, personality. Um, Let's be real. Let's if be we were real. holding hands, my thumb would be on top. That big old Kerchak <laughs> yeah. thumb. Gets my tiny, tiny dancer thumbs. Um, but. Tarzan's stepdaddy thumb. The, the absolute joke would never not be funny. The absolute <laughs> just like electricity in in the theater, you know, just during the entire film, and mm-hmm. at that point where people yeah. were just shouting, ah, oh, mm-hmm. and you, you thought know, you thought for a second they weren't going to be able to do better than that, and then portals yeah. start opening. Oh, oh, tears, tears. Everybody lines up. Shunk. Avengers assemble and everybody yells and loses it and goes. And just let me say that first scene where they're running and Ant Man just clocks that big monster behind in the background behind everybody. Giant man's running. The Falcon uses his wings as knives. Yeah. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the Falcon. Uh Using his wings in different ways. (laughs) And then Jax on that one guy just like stabbing him in the back. Just whatever he can do, go for it. Yeah, so it. we'll go with Endgame. Love it, love it, love in it. My, in our episode 50, I think, when we had, we picked like three of each, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was that was in my top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just for the pure fact of like, we waited a very long time to get here. Payoff <laughs> you know? was absolutely worth it. Yeah, so worth, worth it. it. Absolutely. That's the thing. They earned every single thing that happened in that movie over yes. the several years it took to get there. They're paying their dues to get wacky where it is now. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're just, we've talked about it a million times, but we, we're just accepting it and we're yeah. embracing just the wonk of what well, the MCU is now. And I love well, it. More and more, they've done a great job of balancing what is a comic book, what is a movie, 
and bringing those things together in a way that works. Yeah. And they are doing such a good job, especially with what we're talking about this week, WandaVision, of not saying, um, you know, we're directly pulling from this and following this story Mm -hmm. linearly where they're like, oh, we're going to pick this. We're going to do, we're going to grab this. We're going to do this. And so where you really are kept guessing in a lot of, a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) sometimes a little too much. People are going a little too wacky with guessing this time around, but that's their own (laughs) fault. Yeah, um, like Kurt, <laughs> we we'll get into that later. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to skip. Um, Audie, what have you been doing other than that this week? Other than us pestering you, what you've been doing? Uh, what are your favorite things? What have Ooh. you been up to? Um, just dealing with crap around the house and stuff. We were talking pre-show. Ended up having to buy a new car, replace the water line on our house. We're getting a new wa- hot water heater on Thursday, so a lot of home maintenance crap. You going, um, you going tankless? No, because that joke's expensive. <laughs> it's like you want to shower forever? Right. No, we're just upgrading. You're like, no, our, the water bill's the problem. <laughs> no, exactly. The funny thing is, like, this house was built in, like, 92, 93. The water takes original to the house, and it's lasted this long mm-hmm. pretty well. Like, the guy, the plumber that came, he's like, that's the oldest one I've ever seen. It's like, oh, wow. Okay, well, like a, like a goofy should I be worried? So, no, they just go out <laughs> this thing and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, can we get a price on a new one? It's like, yeah, sure. So we're getting that replaced and they're finally putting the water line in the ground too. So our house has a bunch of little flags and spray paint all over the grass. What um, do they do with old hot water heaters? I have no idea. Probably can you recycle those parts? Um, scrap some some of it maybe they probably take it and junk it a specific way these days. I think there's some way some things like that you can't just throw away in a regular landfill or something. It's so yeah, into, you know, uh, grills like I do old propane. <laughs> like a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad idea. So. Why does this brisket taste like hard water? Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. You want a soft water so. brisket instead? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. How dare you? Get out of my barbecue area. Yeah, I haven't been able to play too much. I tried a demo of... What's that game that just had a demo out? It's like... Oh. Uh, it's a... I know what you're trying to say, describe and I didn't it. play it. Describe it to me. I'm sure I will know what it is. Okay. It's, it's like a third-person shooter, but it's got like Does it magic, start with a D? magic stuff in it. Sounds like Destiny to me. Kind of, but it's it's kind of like Destiny slash um, Outriders. That's the name of it. Yes, that's the name of it. I played a little bit of that. It for a demo, it's like here's the first level, and there's a whole bunch of blah blah. blah. Here's where we're at. Here's what we're doing. I'm like. Just let me play the game. Like, hmm. come on, guys. I haven't I bought I saw something where they're not continuing with that or something. Hold on. Let me, I'm going to double check while I think I'm they playing. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. The, I, I think one of the things about it is whatever you do in the demo actually carries on into the game. Like, you get to keep your That's whatever nice. you level up to. So, is it fun? Are you in, have you like played enough to like have an idea of like, this is fun, this is not? No, I didn't get so, enough get far enough into it before I had to quit and do real stuff. So maybe that was something else that I saw 
Maybe. I just checked their Twitter. It looks like everything's moving on as normal. Cool. Yeah. Doing a little green thumbs up. We're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just doing that and the occasional podcasting stuff I do here and there. Still doing the Highlander show. We're we're into season two when it's really getting good, and that's been a lot of fun. So, what's the name? How of your... long are those? Oh, it's fine. I'm sorry. What's yeah. the name of your Highlander show? Let's like... watch Highlander. Simple enough. I like. Yeah, that. you can find it in your podcatcher anywhere. Um, so, yeah, and like I said, it's getting into the second season when it's good. It's been surprising how well a show written in the '90s that's about people cutting heads off actually has some really good, well-written relationships, believe it or not. <laughs> so. Well, how how long are your episodes normally for that? Uh, about 30, 40 minutes. Not terribly long. That's what I thought. I mean, we recap the show entirely and then go through and dig deep on it. So try to make it easy easy to digest once a week. Awesome. And then what about your uh, other podcast endeavor that you got going on? There's an America's Next Top Podcaster. Uh, I'm not allowed to say publicly where I'm at, but the episodes are finally releasing. Uh, they uh, Actually, today was the release of the judging episode for our first submission. So they introduced us in one show. They had another show of each of the different teams, three teams at this point. And our challenge was... Okay, do a podcast that introduces all your people, mainly to the judges, but, you know, to the public as well. Oh, but it's got to be the hundredth episode of a podcast. Go. With people you just met. Go. That's That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) So, and one of the judges is constantly like, yeah, here's my judgment. Also, I can't believe you're being put through this. Like, this is a terrible (laughs) idea. Like, why would they do this to you? But here's my judgment. Sorry. Oh no no no! He never says I'm sorry. He just says it's a terrible situation, (laughs) which is even more fun. So he's like, "This is terrible." Here's my judgment on you. (laughs) But every week, one person from a team gets eliminated. So it's like uh, one team wins a challenge, and one team definitely is the loser of the challenge. And one person from that team, for whatever reason, has to go home. If the edits were terrible, whoever did the editing. it goes home. If something wasn't right with the script that you had to write for it, whoever was involved in writing is the one that's picked to go home. Um, they try to be as judicious about sending the person home who was the weakest link for that right. week challenge. So we'll see do how far those, I get. Um, do those roles of like editing, writing, uh, kind of like shift? Depending on the team, like we go, you go through so many challenges and then enough people are eliminated that you have to shake up the teams to even them out again. Um, so it just depends on who's on your team and who is, um, for a lot of it, who's, uh, you know, done more editing than the other. Cause you know, for something like this, you, you definitely want your strongest person doing that job because, Uh, The judges very much uh, critique that. Um, One of them has been in television, radio, podcasting for years and years, and she will nail your ass for something Hmm. small at this point because um, we figured out that there's 12 of us at the beginning. We were the 12 chosen out of like 70-something people submitted. So just being top 12 is like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. 
I wouldn't want her reviewing this podcast. <laughs> we will cry. Well, just wait yeah. till next year you enter and you get to see for yourself. Ooh. They split BJ and I up. Oh, for sure. Oh. Like first se- Here's the funny thing. First season, two people who did a podcast together entered, and it wasn't until the emails went out that they were accepted that the people behind the uh, competition were like, oh, oh, you actually do this together. That's fun. You're not going to do that here, but that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that galvetting here. Yeah. (laughs) No friendships allowed. But it's it's a heck of a learning opportunity for sure. So it's learning on the job, but it's also one of those things where it's high risk, low reward. Or no. Yeah, low risk, high reward, whatever. You're doing a podcast that's just on a competition. It's not like you're actually putting a podcast out there for everybody on the internet to make comments about. So Right. Right. So you got a little safety there. And they throw all kinds of different stuff at us. So it's interesting you know, playing around with different formats and stuff. Well, that's awesome, man. Can't wait to check that out. Mm-hmm. Wish you the so, best of luck. If you're America's Next Top Podcaster. Mm. When does, what you been up to, Beach? I was about to ask you, when does Tyra Banks come on? Um. <laughs> no, we've got a couple cool guests this season that are better than Tyra Banks, I would say. But Can you tell us? Oh, no, shoot. You got to wait. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. What's the what's the guy's name from one the norm from WandaVision whose TikToks are like oh, oh you want a spoiler? Y'all trying to get me fired? <laughs> <laughs> Just got ass in place. Right. <laughs> He's like, I got bills to pay. We trying to get a new kitchen. <laughs> oh me. I have been up to nothing. My kids got the stomach bug. We're we are just been mm. me and my wife, we have just been cleaning and sanitizing just to do it again because a kid will lie and say they feel great and then they just bleh everywhere and it's pretty rough um that's terrible i downloaded the final fantasy 7 remake on my playstation because i finally got an hdmi cord to hook up to the tv to it and i said oh (laughs) i wanted to play this game i'm not paying 60 bucks so go ahead and download it it downloaded really quickly too i was very surprised you got that good internet now I mean, I always have that good internet. That or it just on. hit the right kind of <laughs> right time of day. Probably the right time of day. That's it right. Was a good, uh, it was like one everybody o'clock. else is everybody else is at work. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know now. Everybody's zooming. Um, <gasps> zooming. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> um, today, me and my son played a little bit of that Super Mario 3D World on the Switch slash Bowser's Fury. That junk is fun. I don't like Mario games normally because I'm terrible at platforming. I'm really bad at like gauging when to jump to land on enemies when I play Mario. Um, But we are just killing through it, collecting those stars, getting the stamps. If we don't get all three stars, Miles like, "Mm -mm, Dad, we gotta go back because it'll clearly, (laughs) it'll clearly have like the three star and like one will be um, missing. And he's like, "Uh." -uh." We can't go find Bowser <laughs> missing a star, Dad. I'm like, but boy, I don't, Ooh. I don't like the motion controls with this <laughs> dude. <laughs> Miles just makes my, that made me so happy. Yeah. He's learning. He's he needs it. I'm so happy he hasn't figured out the little flag will go golden if you perfect land on the um. At the, oh, he'll at the be very like, end. he's like, got run it back, run it back, run it back, <laughs> run it back, run it back, Dad. Yeah, so, uh, everybody keep eating. Run it back, run it back. So, 
that's what we've been doing. Just hope I, you know, knock on fake wood um, that we're out of the stomach bug stuff. We kind of well, we. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say we caught a stomach bug at the tail end of family vacation with Julie's family a couple of years ago, and it was like the day we we're supposed to leave. One of the kids is sitting on a bed, and all of a sudden he's just like. Yep, yep. It's awful. It's god awful. And we're like, oh no. So, <laughs> I try to look back to, like, think as far back as I can to think about like stomach bugs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I used to be so. I had this like thing. I was like, I was so terrified of throwing up yeah. that I would just do literally anything to not throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I tell people now, I'm like, yeah, I went to college and I just don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure everybody listening is really happy. We're talking about vomiting. Oh yeah. I mean, now it's like, I don't feel good. I mean, literally if I just don't, my stomach hurts. Like if I not a stomach, but like I mm-hmm. ate something wrong. I'll just be like, go to the bathroom, come back. Amy's like, did you go throw up in there? And I was like, yeah. I'm fine, babe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I brush my teeth. It's okay. <laughs> She's still like, yeah, you're not getting near me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but our D&D session got canceled yesterday because BJ, <laughs> we were like all ready to go. And BJ texts like 10 minutes before he goes, Miles threw up, canceled. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um okay wait i just for a second because of D. bj you got to share that tweet you shared earlier oh okay okay i'll tell i'll tell the story so i sent a tweet yeah you can look on your phone griffin audio i'm always, looking always always you always like my tweets it makes me feel good so <laughs> welcome boo. The, the first group i ever played dungeons and dragons with was it's um, at the it's at the top of my feed i literally just there. opened twitter <laughs> and it was there it's on the top of your heart um but I, it was a Pathfinder game. My first character was this, essentially this accidental racist uh, druid whose son <laughs> was um, his the son's soul was in a bird, right? And so his whole mission was to get his son's soul out of the bird and back into a body. There were points I was literally like asking our DM, I was like, "So a morgue? Where's the morgue in this town?" <laughs> And I never, I never told any of the other players about it because I a love drama, and my character was ashamed of it because the reason the kid's soul had to be moved was his fault. Yada yada yada. And so I had to stop playing at the table with that group um, a couple of years back. That kids, the schedule changed. Dungeons and Dragons, you know. Um, and so classic. The last, yeah, classic Dungeons and Dragons. You fight dragons and then you have to stop because schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, but our um the last session my character told everybody just like did you know spilled his whole guts about about his son and how it happened and uh, the bird is really his son's soul in there yada 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 and then bj was like all right guys i gotta you know see you later alligators that was like two years ago like i haven't seen these people in two years i got a text message from that same group last night as one of my kids was vomiting and it said, BJ, so-and-so's character had a genie in her brain <laughs> and she used the last wish to get your character's son's soul back into his body, 
your character has his son back. Crying emoji, no crying emoji. No way. I literally cried. <laughs> I had tears kind of like flowing <laughs> down my eyes. And I was just like so overcome with just happiness because I was kind of sad when I left. I was like, I'm never going to be able to finish that character's story. Just, you know, and it happens. I have so many characters whose stories aren't finished uh-huh. because of, you know, real world problems and schedules and stuff. Oh, your 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 and I's character literally just fought in our Strahd campaign and we had to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and so I was just ah, it just made me so happy to think that these people some of them I haven't spoken to in two years, um, were still thinking about my character and still trying to get his son back to him. And I was like that that made me feel good. So I tweeted it earlier. Man, today. to use a wish yeah. on yeah. a character that's not even there. Yeah, yeah. Is and I was I'm sure they just put him like essentially put that character in a corner kind of thing. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be like, like that that's like when <laughs> that's like when Josh couldn't play, you're like, his character's stomach bug. Stomach bug. <laughs> Everyone's got the stomach That's bug what happened. Right it came back to get you. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Burrito's somewhere just Putting his fingertips together. Yes, yes. Good, good. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, Griffin. Speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. you're going to be so upset with I'm me. I'm not going to be. I am. Because I see the news. <laughs> I see our, our lineup on this monitor. I started watching and listening to a new D&D. Well, it's not new. It's new. It, like I just kind of recent, or recently found it. Um, a new D and D campaign from Dimension Twenty Fantasy High. It's the College Humor people. Um, nice. And I found there's videos through TikTok. They like came up. It was like clips from their adventures and things. And I was like, this is really good. And so like I ended up finding it and really enjoying it. And I'm really upset that it's not Dungeons and Daddies. And I. <laughs> That's what you really want me to be spending my time doing. <laughs> I will firstly say that Dimension Twenty Fantasy High is super good. It is a very, very good Dungeons and Dragons podcast that modernizes D and D campaign. is super good. It's it's like if they did Onward. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like that. Oh, nice. Very, very Onward vibes. Super good. Um, it's like in a high school. Like they have cell phones, but it's like also D and D. Jordan Lee is it Jordan Lee Flanagan something like that whoever the DM's name is super He's good super good super good nice but how dare you Griffin <laughs> how absolutely dare you I have for months I haven't been nagging I haven't been knocking on your door I've just been hey man you should listen to Dungeons and Daddy it's really funny. You would enjoy it. And then you slap me in the face <laughs> with Whoop this. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm so sorry. I'm just I'm just so disappointed in you. I'm just di- I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, no. <laughs> well, good for you. I'm happy you get to listen to it because it is super good. It's super good. So how many different Dungeon and Jazz... Dungeons and Dragons shows do you guys keep up with? I keep up with um, Critical Role 
And that's pretty much it right now. I started listening to the one you recommended. Um, they, they, it's they start in the tavern. It is in the tavern. Mm-hmm. There is a tavern. I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, but there's so much. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, Critical Role is. I keep up with the current campaign, and I've been going back and listening to the latest, the the first campaign, catching up on that. Um, and then Dungeons I, and Daddies because. That junk good. Yeah. For a long time, I was, um, I had gone all the way back to the beginning of Friends at the Table. Um, that is Austin Walker is the DM of that. And he is the one who DMs the uh, giant beast cast annual New Year's game. Oh. Like they do, they do a one shot every he year. And he's the, own, always the DM he for has that. He has one? Mm-hmm. I love they him. Have, they, they have two complete uh, series. Gosh, I gotta go and, this and um, I I went all the way back and started listening to their original thing, which was, I mean, they do like a, they do like a recap episode of like, hey, before you start listening, listen to this kind of thing, where they explain like, you can go all the way back to the beginning, but it sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it was like, not everybody was doing local recordings and the quality was really bad and not everybody had microphones mm-hmm. and it was just like a mess, but I did it and it, you kind of get used to it. Um, sure. And it got, it, it was really good. And I really like Austin and I like he wait, the way he runs the game. Um, I do have Dungeons and Daddies. I'm subscribed to that. Don't patronize me. It's here. It is. I have. I have the option. I know they came out with a new one today. I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but they. ah. Um, and I will say that I did, at one point, start listening to Critical Role, and I just fell off. I don't know why. I love all those voice actors. I think they're awesome. I think they play great characters. The I mean, Matt Mercer is the guy yeah. <laughs> for D and D, pretty much. Um, and I think I just like it a little bit more wacky, if that makes sense. Yeah, because their stuff does get very serious, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is good. I mean, we get. I mean, D and D sometimes gets serious, but like if you if you were to like you know, looking on our weekly game, it is just insanity the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 20 minutes of, of four grown men talking about how they're going to each climb a tree. And then each. Oh yeah. That happened. To climb a tree. Nice. <laughs> so everybody like climbed the tree differently. Then my character just shot the top of the tree off to get what we were trying to get. Like with magic. I was like, it's just, Oh, Aranor, who you did the character art for. The crazy Sweet, old half elf man. man. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. He's awesome. Nice. <laughs> he just is allowing me to live out my best insane character life. Because <laughs> I feel like everybody, and he's morally good, but like everybody else before him had some sense of I don't want to say morality because he's not bad. It's just social structure, and he just doesn't care. Right. <laughs> It's awesome, um, but that's usually that's what I'm keeping up with at the moment. Um, and the reason I got into Dimension Twenty is because I went to Athens this weekend and needed something to listen to on the way there and on the way back. And um, I went to see our good friend Ben Daniel, who had a week off from his residency, and so we hung out this weekend. 
and um, been beat Tetris Effect on my PlayStation, which was awesome to watch him do that because <laughs> that last level is insane. Um, we also played some Quiplash last night with um, Ben, Rich, Tim, and I because BJ couldn't join us for D&D, so we still got together and did something. And um, it was absolutely beautiful this weekend. So we got outside. We did disc golf, regular golf. We went axe throwing. It was nice. awesome. We had a great great weekend. And um, just a tagline, because I did mention the Post Malone Pokemon thing, I think, last week. Two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago. That Only Want to Be With You cover by Post Malone slaps. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's so good. It's so vibey. You're just like, mm. So that's what I've been doing in a nutshell. <laughs> proud of you. Absolutely Thank you. proud of you. Um, if you guys don't have anything else, we can get into the news. Best podcast, best podcast, best podcast, best podcast news. Yeah. Yeah. Was that just thought up on the spot? Because <laughs> yep. I liked it. <laughs> I saw your look of panic. You're like, <laughs> it was it was uh, uh, some of the WandaVision uh, TikTok things I've been seeing. Yes, it was. Because uh, that's our topic this week, if you weren't aware. Because we've been literally talking about talking doing about this, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for a long time. Uh, BJ, you want to give us some news? I have no news. These children will not stop throwing up. Everywhere. <laughs> Good God. That is what I wrote in my, my box of news <laughs> just three days ago. I was like, there's nothing. Like, I have nothing. You're like, my children are sick. There's throw up everywhere. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, and I really don't have a lot of news um, just because I've been kind of all over the place all weekend and didn't have a chance to really sit down and, and get some thoughts together. But I do have three things. Uh, the first thing I have is Sony. Sony's latest patent uses a banana as a PlayStation 5 controller. Why do we... Okay. Why do you have to do the paperwork for that? Like, do you what think if, someone's going to somebody... take that idea? I mean... Um, have you Nintendo seen Nintendo? could do another... Nintendo could do another Donkey Kong game, and because they did the bongos already, they could make a banana controller. But not. But is it is it a patent to use an actual banana? Like you get off the the banana bundle, or is it like a banana shaped <laughs> controller? I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say banana bush. I was like, do you think bananas grow on yeah, bushes? Yeah, they grow. They grow right right out. There. I just pull them out. I was like, I put like a carrot. <laughs> That's what that little stem is, you goose. It's like it's, it's like a root. It's a it's, it's a root. One it's a root. <laughs> it's a root fruit. How great would it be though to have a banana controller that you charge it in the little bundle and you've got like four or five there, just like oh, let's play. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, no. I don't know what makes that. It's sound, just it's got yeah. a it's got a USB <laughs> Type C on the end. And it's like, <laughs> boom, the thing. People are like, "What is the bananas in the corner for?" It's like that's my PlayStation controllers. That's my PlayStation controllers for the gaming boy. Um, also, I've been seeing a lot about a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Have y'all seen anything about this, BJ? What you know about this? Uh, Chris Pine, I believe, mm-hmm. is going to be in it. I think Jeremy Irons. Maybe he was in the old one. No, Jeremy he was Irons. in the old one. Okay, that's where his idea. That's where he's coming from. Somebody, um, Ewan, Ewan McGregor, I think, is who it was. Was uh, tapped to be the bad guy. I think. He's awesome. I, think, I love good. Ewan McGregor. Hugh, um, who is it? No, Hugh Grant. Y- Hugh Grant. 
Oh, that's, that's what it was. Wasn't Ian McGregor? So I'm on IMDb, and that's not. I mean, we love IMDb, but I'm you know, sometimes with with movies mm-hmm. that aren't out yet and and yeah. don't have a lot attached yet, uh, they have. Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. Hold on, uh, I got you. Reggae though. Gene Page. Oh uh, yeah, the guy from Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And then Chris Pine, Sophia Lillis, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, and Justice Smith are the people that I see here. Yeah. Uh, it looks like this Wait. probably won't release until 2022. That's the anticipated date. So Justice Smith as in Will's? Will's son, Justice. Hold on. No, that's not Will Smith's son. What's Will nope. Smith's son? Nope. This Justice Smith has been in... Justice Smith... Uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Order or Fallen Kingdom? I'm oh, sorry. Oh, he. Oh, he's that. He's um. He was the guy that screamed in the uh, Frank Franklin Webb. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like him. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'll, I put this page. I like him too. Yeah. At this point, they're just trying to get actors. There's probably a story somewhere in some back room that somebody knows about. But Strahd, just let it be a Strahd campaign. I want. Oh I wanna yeah. Weep. I want to weep in the theater. A lot of they should they should bring Ben Daniel on as a writer. <laughs> and I know a lot of people more my age are like, "Ooh, wouldn't it be cool if that old cartoon got made into the movie?" The old D and D cartoon. Mm. I mean, that's kind of what's happening now. I mean, not okay. Now is a, a very broad statement. Like the last ten years of taking older mm-hmm. properties and put a new polish on them. The Scoob movie. Me and you talked about very briefly right. earlier this mm-hmm. week. Um, some other stuff. like Zoic Scoop. <laughs> there were some people not happy with that thing because they replaced all the voice actors. Oh, sh- shut up! Oh, how? <laughs> I care. Matthew Lillard, he is Shaggy. <laughs> not okay, in so they didn't like tell him about the movie though. Like, I don't think he had a a a chance at all. Yeah, it was one of those things where they went with specific voice, specific actors, mm-hmm. and I. It's probably one of those things where they asked him and it was like, sure, I'll do it rather yeah. than actually have a casting for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I know Zac Efron was the voice of Fred, mm-hmm. but I didn't know it was Zac Efron until the titles rolled. And I was like, oh, right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Who who does a better Shaggy than Matthew Lillard? <laughs> they got a uh, oh, what's his name? It was um, McGruber. Um, Will Will Forte was that? Yeah, Will, Will Forte. Forte. He did a decent job. The funniest thing is the one voice actor that they did bring in for Scooby, who's been doing it forever, mm-hmm. Frank Welker, who's been it's voice he, acting was, forever. Yeah. Like if if there's animation out there, he probably did a voice in it somewhere. Um, oh, that's funny. For Transformers nerds, he was Megatron in the original Transformers cartoon. Ooh, nice. That was mm-hmm. the bad guy. Yeah. For those who don't, <laughs> he's not the good one. He's not, <laughs> he's jazz not the who got ripped. But um, he's not the semi truck. If there's one person to listen to watching Scoob, it's um, was it Donnie Wahlberg as the yeah. Blue Falcon? No, it was Mark. It was Mark. Mark Wahlberg. Sorry, Marky Mark. Yeah, he Mark was Wahlberg one that I picked up immediately. I was like, Oh yeah, it's freaking Mark Wahlberg. This Blue Falcon, <laughs> and he's like, What? A- in the story, he's Why? supposed to be the son of the Blue Falcon that we know as, yeah. you know, the character that has been. So it's really funny. He does a yeah, great no, job. I enjoyed that film. Um, yeah. Senor Chang from Community was uh, Dino Mutt, which is another <laughs> voice I didn't recognize until the uh, the credits. Credits. Yeah. And then uh, 
Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. Can't, okay, oh, you can't not recognize Tracy yeah. Morgan's voice, and he though. he's about perfect for that character. So yeah, so, I, I also really ha- enjoyed that film. Go ahead. What'd you so, say? I'm done. Sorry, I didn't I'm, hear you. I was just saying I enjoyed Scoob a lot, like a lot more than mm-hmm. I thought I would. Me too. Continue, Griffin. I'm, I'm done. Um, I'm done I, talking about. I Scoob. have some bad. I have some bad news for you. You probably already know. Um, Kim's Convenience is coming to an end at fifth season. Isn't that the show you like with uh, Kim's Convenience? Yeah, they announced the yeah. recent season is going to be their last. I yes, mm-hmm. I saw that on Twitter. Basically, Jude, today, yesterday. Yeah, I think they're they're just getting they were it was such a good show they're getting offers all over the place rather than continue with other people to make it they were just like let's just stop here, which I think is probably one of the smartest things you could do in TV and is one of the things that kills so many shows mm-hmm. where the original creators leave to go on to something else and they just bring in new people to keep keep uh, pumping the blood through that body and it's like mm-hmm. it's dead yeah can we let it die absolutely I, I mean I hate when it's like Scrubs, right? Like the the ninth season of Scrubs. They're like, there's really only eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But like, you've got yeah. the creators going on to other stuff. You've got Appa, who is now Star Wars famous. And then you've got the brother in that show, Sam Liu. He's going to be um, uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. And so far, the stuff I've heard and seen about that movie looks amazing. So... I mean, I don't let's ex- talk about they're literally pushing WandaVision or not WandaVision, um, uh, Black Widow. Are then they push the date again? It's the they just pushed it. To, May? Yeah, they're trying to get the summer blockbuster money. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Like, come on, yeah, you're not going to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people don't want to go to the movie theaters, even with vaccines rolling out, even with things going the way they are. You are not going to get the blockbuster thing that you want, no matter how much you want it. Mm-mm. The fact that they're not doing the dual uh, release, like in theaters and Disney Plus, like they did with mm. uh, Raya and the Dragon, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Soul, no, not even Soul, Soul, they didn't do it. Um, um, no, Soul just Soul came, just out, came, right? out. Just came yeah. out, yeah, um, uh, <laughs> that's uh, Pixar. They're like, Mulan. we got the money, whatever, have it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mulan, where they did it in mm-hmm. tandem. I will pay. I like. I, I'm not paying $30 for Mulan to watch for, what, a weekend or whatever. I'm not no. paying $30 for Ray and the Last Dragon. I will pay $30 because I am my soul is invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have t- cried too many times <laughs> over these fictitious characters to not know what happened in between, what, two years of time mm-hmm. between Civil War and Endgame? Like, I, I gotta know. Yeah, I just think, I mean, we've talked about it here before. I think that they would make, especially with Marvel, see this, it's what's different about Marvel. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, they would make their money back. I don't understand. I wonder if with this particular movie, because it's already in between stuff we've already seen, it doesn't matter when it comes out, really. So they're trying to maximize how much money they can get from it. You know, I don't think it has like an integral piece of the timeline. Like you, we can't well, watch Loki until we watch Black Widow, kind of they, thing. They've shoved around the timeline so much, and I think some of the, a lot of the connective tissue ends up being the mid-credit, post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and sometimes right. it's just like screw it, 
were all over the place already. So I I think it's one of those things where they're just that movie specifically is okay to be shuffled around a bit a bunch. I still I still hope they do the tandem release and I'll pay the thirty bucks to watch it on Disney Plus. Heck yeah. Um but I think they're trying to maximize like paying, that one. You're paying thirty dollars mm-hmm. to literally rent it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you mm-hmm. don't own it. <laughs> no, but I will eventually it's, anyway, so I mean that's it's just that's crazy, right? Like that we're like, yeah, I'll pay thirty dollars to rent that movie when we normally would complain about five dollars on an Amazon rental. Yeah, but how long yeah. do you have it? Do you have it like a month or so? Or is it just for the one viewing? I haven't done that yet. I haven't so done I it either, so I don't know. I thought it was like a couple of days. I thought it was like an Amazon thing. Like it's you just, have it for forty eight hours. Like once you start it, your forty eight hours start. But that's not terrible. I mean, compared yeah. to how much you spend going to the movies, if you and one other person watch it, it's worth it. So, yeah. and if I watch it twice, which I probably would if I had that window, I'll make my. You know, it's worth it compared to going to the theater to see it. So that's not a big deal. Um, I do still question the whole making people pay for it though. Like, especially when HBO Max is doing the same thing, but they don't make you pay for it; they just have it for a month on HBO Max. So it's, you know, it's just the market trying to figure this out and Disney's going to charge you for it. So speaking of HBO Max, (laughs) (laughs) so the Snyder cut is coming out of Mm -hmm. Justice League and it actually already leaked. They put that up instead of the Tom and Jerry movie. I watched Tom and Jerry. I didn't see Justice League. We watched that stupid (laughs) Tom and Jerry movie. I know we did too. <laughs> so people people were trying to play Tom and Jerry for their family. Yeah. I'm not sure what the movie's for. Um, and then they got Snyder cut. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's is hilarious. Still, is it still like? Oh no, no that got fixed, fixed very quickly. Oh yeah, man. I was about to stop recording. I was like, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, babe, fire it set, up. Set, set the DVR. <laughs> no. Get the Tebow running, hon. <laughs> I'm so interested to see that, though, at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, all the idiot internet hype aside, an artist being able to come back and finish the work he started just intrigues me. Yeah. I'm excited to see Justice League for the first time. <laughs> you know, the first movie I've was... Said, I've said it here before. I listened to everybody else. They're like, that movie's terrible. I'm like, cool, thanks. I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) Tell you what, if you've got HBO Max right now, go ahead and watch it so that you can see the difference. Give it a run. I'm so worried that there's not going to be a ton of difference. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, there's been so many reports back and forth about what's changed, how much has been added, and this and that. I mean, who knows until uh, we see it. stills from the the cat who plays... uh, uh, Dead Deadstroke, I can't mm-hmm. think of his name. He's a huge D and D nerd. Yeah, he, Joe he was, Mancini, Ma- whatever oh, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. He was um he was actually the Flash Thompson of the Sam Rainey movies. He was. I did not know until I saw a post he posted. I was like, oh, he was like, him. see, I used to be a little skinny guy, right? Um, but he like posted a picture of himself uh, as as Deadstroke in there and had like a mullet and like all that mm-hmm. stuff. Well, not a mullet, a mohawk. Um, yeah, was that was that actually on the movie, or was that just bonus features when they released it? I don't know. I haven't watched any bonus features. Yeah, I don't think it was attached it to the like, movie. 
but it oh, was yeah, a bonus. So. I can't remember. Um, but I know at some point you see him riding out to a yacht and it's Lex Luthor saying something. And it's like, honestly, no, this he posted, it looked like, um, it looked like that dream Bruce Wayne had. Oh, um, okay. Of, um, apocalypse world. Uh, that could be it too, especially with that freaky Jared letter Joker in there too. And that right bats. Okay. We live in it. We live in a society. Joker. (laughs) Jared Leto could do so good. I just think he just was handed a turd. Yeah. Was that was that uh Dallas Buyers Club that he like kind of made his debut and he was awesome? Yeah. Not his debut. Uh, yeah. He's been around a while. Well, not debut, but that was like one of his. A lot of people got a lot of he got yeah, a lot of attention. That was one of his big ones. There was something before that too. Before Dallas Buyers Club, he was Thirty Seconds to Mars for me, and then after and he then, was, <laughs> and that's it. Well, see, yeah. he was uh, he came on the scene when I was in high school when My So Called Life came out. He was the hot boyfriend mm. on that, um, and that's what really, I think, put him on the map for people. And then after that, him getting into movies and stuff and being the method actor that he is. Thin Red Line. That was another one that was big for him. It's funny line. to go watch uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars YouTube videos or um like music <laughs> videos. Because you're like, hey, <laughs> it's like, why are you mm. not still singing? <laughs> you're so good. Oh, Fight Club. He had a, he had oh, a, who was he was in, in Fight Club, Club too. Mm-hmm. Was he just one of the dudes? He was like, he was the guy with the bright white hair. Near the, near the end where it got very culty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I know you're talking about That was yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just watched him the other night, finally watched Blade Runner 2049. He's got a he's got a little part in it. He's he's kind of like the bad guy that's behind the scenes, and you get a couple scenes with him, and that's it. <laughs> I still laughs. need to watch because both of I still need to watch both of those movies. <laughs> I haven't seen the original Blade Runner or the new Blade Runner. Oh man. Well, there's like five different cuts of the original, so good luck with that one. Just roll yeah, a die. just roll a dice and just pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever you get. I mean, it's, D six, and it's, then a nat, and then a nat one. I don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, it's hardcore sci-fi of like the best kind, but um, yeah, have fun with that whenever you get to it. You won't. I probably <laughs> I won't. Know you. <laughs> it's one of those things where I go. I know that's a movie I need to mm-hmm. watch. And I'll say 2049 is a good, proper sequel. I wouldn't, I don't know if I could say it's better than the original, but it's at least on par, if not just above the original. Like they did a dang good job. And the guy who did that is the one who's doing the new Dune movie. So maybe PJ PJ is all about Dune. You want to tell us about Dune, PJ? I only read like the first 11 pages of Dune twice. Put that junk down. Because <laughs> I was like, I, don't, I, I love don't, how you yeah. got you came on the podcast. You're like, I'm going to read Dune, and we we're like, okay, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> when the, it's it's got its own freaking like glossary in the back of these mm-hmm. made up words this Joker has made, rather than explain yep. it in the in the narrative. Nah. Wait a minute. How's we? How's uh uh wheel time of wheel wheel of time wheel Corbin's, of time Corbin's book he made yeah read. yeah it's mm-hmm. Corbin's good. book it's going good I I haven't DM'd him in a while about Griffin it. 
Yes. We got to say a little something about Ready Player Two. Oh boy, because <laughs> I finished that sucker. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, it wasn't. We could do a whole episode about that. Yeah, okay. Um, so all right, so real let's quick, let's schedule we, that for a couple weeks from now. But <laughs> yeah, let's get some intermittent time. <laughs> really, just just chew the fat of that one, and then we'll get back to it. But di- what um, what did you think about? I dug it. Like, awesome. I don't do a lot of book reading, and I'm okay with that. I do a lot of comic book reading and have for a long time. I don't mm-hmm. get into too many books just for reasons. And there's some books that I just read over and over again, like um, the first Ready Player One. I read The Martian over and over again because that movie's just that book's just hilarious. Um, it's that, and I've I've done the audio book for Ready Player One at least twice. <laughs> um, and I did listen to the audio book for The Martian, and it was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but reading Ready Player Two, I was like, I was getting into it. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, we get it. This is what's happening. Okay, so we're gonna do this thing, and then whoop out, they turn you right, yeah. and they're like, oh, okay, I'm on board. I'm aboard. Okay. The- immediately <laughs> i was on board it's like <laughs> i was like oh because <laughs> i mean really it was kind of like they reintroduce you mm-hmm. and they're like oh like all this stuff happened and here's yeah. where we're at here's and, where we're at you know. here's the drama and blah 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 it's like yeah you were sick which it did take it did time. take it did take a dip for me like a, a three-quarter lull almost like a halfway lull maybe somewhere in there um, where they kind of got into some of the minutia of that. And I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, overall I thought it was mm-hmm. really good. Um, it, it doesn't capture as much from the way the first one did, but very, a very mm-hmm. good sequel. Yeah. Very good. And a, a very interesting ending to that book that I did not expect. Yeah. It was awesome. I didn't, ex- I was like, I couldn't have called that. It was awesome. Well, they he laid the groundwork for it, and it made sense. But I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was actually coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> and I thought some of the at certain points, I was like, oh, that was written weird. And then you figure out why. Then uh-huh. <laughs> BJ's over there, like, uh huh, sure, uh huh, I got yep. you, uh huh, sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I've 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 just been playing Pokemon Showdown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you actually start playing Pokemon Showdown, you want to get into our main topic this week of the Disney Plus original WandaVision. Yes, I would I would like to do that a lot. WandaVision. Well, it was good. Okay, that was about the end of that. <laughs> um, so the newest episode of WandaVision aired uh this past Friday. We will be going into some heavy spoilers. If you haven't finished or started Corbin, if you're listening, um, what are you doing? <laughs> come back, dude. So, go watch so, it. Come uh, back. Go watch it and come back. So uh, let's get into some spoilers. I cried during the last episode. <laughs> really? I did too. <laughs> yeah. What made you cry? Was it the whole thanks for, thanks for being mom, letting me, choosing me to be your mom? Or was, oh, it was it that the, whole, the it was ship a, Oh, that was it. That was that it. That was the part that got you teared up. I was like, I was like, oh god, this is so confusing. I was just crying. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make me cry, but that but, made me go, dang. Marvel's just saying, boom. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Not only can we do this superhero I, crap, but we can do the theory of life crap too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the whole thing that went viral on Twitter, which was visions. What is, uh, what is, what oh, was pain? If not love persevering mm-hmm. or I was uh, like, Oh is, my God. Yeah. Grief. What is it? Grief. 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 It's probably grief. Yeah. 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 And that was awesome. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, my God, these screenwriters. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, this is wild. You can yeah, have a – it's people dressing up in tights, but they have such deep dialogue and deep writing. Mm-hmm. And what a, be- what a better character to deliver that in Envision. The you know machine. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. The machine. The machine. can't feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the machine you can't feel, white vision. <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. So I I kind of figured Agatha Harkness. Um, Which a lot I, of people we, did. Yeah. Well, me and Griffin kind of figured it it was Wanda doing this, House of M, that sort of thing. I was not ready for white vision. Mm-hmm. I squealed like a girl <laughs> i smacked my wife like eight times I was like babe 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 it's the white vision she's like what does that even mean i was like i don't remember because that was from the 80s i never read any of that stuff i've seen pictures and that's all i know <laughs> babe it's it's important i don't know why it's wild because it's straight out of the comics like the comics at one point the government got vision put them back together and somehow took away his emotions and that's what made him white for some reason because reasons and him and Wanda got a divorce mm-hmm. right because that. him and Wanda were technically together at that point it's just like oh my gosh dear lord bringing that back and making it work mm-hmm. so and I can't believe in the last episode we're this is probably gonna be pretty scattered but in uh because we're not going very linearly with our discussion no, it's just like, <laughs> blam blam um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but with when Vision did the whole basically the exact same thing he did to Ultron like he touched the mm-hmm. reactor and and mm-hmm. uh, White Vision's head and gave him all his memories and so White Vision base was like I gotta think about this peace out yes. and just left <laughs> and then that's it uh-huh. so White Vision's just out there somewhere I told somebody on Facebook it's like he's like a re- anti-horcrux like he just put his soul that Wanda brought about into this body. Mm-hmm. And I, it was awesome that by the end of the episode, they like Wanda blatantly explained how vision came back. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're the piece of the mind. So that lives in me. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Mm-hmm. This I like was... how Agatha Harkness was like, how did you do this? <laughs> Right. She was like, I was sad. Yeah. <laughs> she so was like, no, I no, really. No, 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 Like, no. how did you, how did you do this sort of thing? I liked that Agatha Harkness was bad mm-hmm. in the sense of the way the show is presented, but not really evil, I don't think. Like, she. No. Like, she. The, She's kind of could evil. be a. There could be a turn in the MCU where she becomes kind of an anti-hero, I think. Yeah. Because I think she was just so like the she was a witch 
from the Salem witch trials and it was foretold in the dark hole that the Scarlet Witch was this awful being. And so it's like, you kind of have to think it's a product of her being taught that and the way. So she's like, Oh, this is a Scarlet Witch. We've got to stop her Mm -hmm. because this is going to happen instead of just being like, maybe if I help her, we can, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting the way they, they definitely made her more of a villain. Yeah. Than she is in the comics. In the comics, she is very right in the fence all the time. Like more often than not, she's on the hero's side in some way, shape, or form. Um, she she uh, is the nanny for um, the the Fantastic Four people. Franklin. Um, yes, Franklin Richards. Richards. Franklin Richards. Mm-hmm. Yes, really? she's yeah. his nanny. Yes, Agatha Harkness <laughs> from Wondagore Mountain. They just- yeah. Yeah, come yes. on. This That's is, what I mean. We're she's witch, we're science she's, people. We don't believe in that, but yeah. She's been all over the place in Marvel. She's one of those characters that are just like, we need somebody. Let's just use Agatha Harkness. So, okay. Drop so, interesting. Um, but it was interesting the way they used her in this. More villainous, I would say, because of the way she handled the witches back in her original time in uh, Salem. And just like, and then sucking up their magic. And who knows okay. what she's been doing since then. Right, 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 right. Because magic is apparent in this world. We have all the mm-hmm. different um, Sanctum Santorums. We have the Tokyo one. We right. have the London one. We have the New York one. Because, you know, those mm-hmm. three locations makes the shield around. Right. Uh, and so, obviously, since he's been sucking magic since, six, what was it, 1630s or something like that? Like, has she run into Baron Mordor? Because... He's running around sucking magic out of yeah. people from Doctor Strange. That was my that theory was his- earlier on that Mordo would possibly be the big bad. Mm-hmm. But it makes more sense that it's Agatha trying to figure out. Because here's the thing. In the comics, Wanda is a mutant. Her powers are both mutant and magical, which is what throws everybody off. Right. And so I think in this, we're seeing through... Uh, her and Agatha time tripping through Wanda's memories that maybe she did have the magic before the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. And the Mind Stone she, just amplified that. Because that's what Agatha keeps asking. Like, how are you doing this without saying words? Agatha's like, I have to use words and do this kind of stuff. And Wanda's just like, yeah, I just did it. And Agatha's the like, idea that I want the, that. The Stark missile didn't mm-hmm. blow up for two days. She was like, it was a probability hex yeah, is what yeah, people are saying that's uh-huh. what magic was is it's right. probability based <sighs> so I just love this. it's crazy the way they did it and i'm gonna say this right now i think this is the mcu version of house of m i don't think they can mm-hmm. do i don't think they could do it any better going forward i think you're you're gonna have i mean you'd have to do another 10 years and do it thanos style to really do it justice yeah. but i think this is the best way they could have done it and, you know, bringing in her kids into it and using some of the other stuff before House of M of her, you know, having kids that way and then being taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the Mephisto theories were just, I think, like other people have said, it's, that's going too far out there, needing too much explanation. Yeah. I think just I'm, her doing and, it. And- and this kind of leads into, because I wrote um, three questions that I wanted to kind of address after we <laughs> just word Explode. vomited yeah. about yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because we've kind of been waiting to do that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
So that's one of my questions is what did Wanda unleash? Because Agatha Harkness says like, you have no idea what you've unleashed. Is she talking about herself? Like you've unleashed the Scarlet Witch. Mm. You've truly become that or Mm -hmm. by her becoming that something else has, something else has started. Like she got the ball rolling on something else. Maybe. And that's going to lead to the big bad of, the next phase you think because Mephisto they could be the big bad. And well, the Scarlet Witch is the key to Mephisto. I think they've talked that Scar this series leads into Doctor Strange and the Mind of Madness. So I think Mer- multiverse, multiverse of madness. madness. I think we'll figure that we'll find that out. And with Doctor Strange, you definitely have a lot more leeway to go into the magical stuff too. So I'm uh, at this point with the way the magic worked, I'm almost surprised we didn't see him at all in some I way, shape, or form. It. Even if it would have been a nice little post-credit, like trying to be on Wanda's trail or something. Well, they did name drop him. They did. (laughs) They did. Which is my next question. So she's more powerful than Doctor Strange? Apparently. That's what what the Darkholds say. Mm -hmm. That's That's what Agatha said. I mean, we knew Wanda was super powerful because Mm -hmm. she theoretically could have handled Thanos by herself. She could have. She just about did too until he took that power stone. Yeah, exactly. So, and again, to do what she did with this town and all that, right, was crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that, none of this is book learning. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Which now she has the dark hold. So, so now she's learning the book stuff and got the power. Right. Right. So, right. it should be. And an interesting thing that we've never seen her do. She was doing the book learning in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. She was using at she was using astral projection while awake. Mm-hmm. Not even Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange's body had to sleep. Yeah. So maybe right. mm-hmm. your question about what did she unleash? Maybe because then Hagatha was like in the dark hole. The Scarlet Witch would raise the world. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's she's going to be like power possessed and she becomes the big bad. Yeah, it's totally uh, possible. Know, maybe Doctor Strange or. You well, know. I mean, and I, I think it could be one of those things where she becomes the big bad because she's trying to get her kids back, right? Like right. there's yeah, something like which which but which is almost the plot of this show. So I don't know if they would do that again. It's like, yes, yeah, she did some bad stuff, but mm-hmm. it was because of her family, you know, to keep them. But I mean. Who knows? That, that lady mean, was like, "Can I have my can my daughter come out of her room? I haven't seen her." Yeah, yeah. Like, that was messed up. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that's where the kids were. Mm-hmm. They were just Sleeping. locked away. Yeah. And Wanda's like, "No, you were fine." And they're like, "No, we had your nightmares." And she's like, "I didn't do that." And everybody's like, "Somebody did." Yeah, yeah. Who was it, Wanda? Like, that's the thing where it's like. She's too powerful for her own good, kind of thing. I went back and re- reread House of M just to s- feel the comparisons of it, oh, and that man, oh, like just the beginning of it, where after she had went crazy, after she had killed Hawkeye, Vision, and I forget who else in the Avengers, and uh, She Hulk is it? She no, She Hulk. No, it wasn't She Hulk, but uh, like it's just Professor X, Magneto on a dead nobody else there Genosha with Wanda and there's like Professor X is struggling to keep her in any kind of sanity. And then he shows up at the Avengers mansion. They're like, professor. He's like, what should we do with her? 
And they're all like, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> and, and some of them are like, oh, we got to put her down. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like Logan, especially Wolverine. He's just like, no, just kill her. And like the Avengers, like she's an Avenger, we make this call. And the X Men are like, she's a mutant, we make this call. They're like, let's go figure it out. And then, poof, all that. Good old Logan. <laughs> yeah, just killer. And it's I mean, imagine just how killer. many times that we listen to Wolverine, things will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> just, just take care of it. And it was funny because he's the first one that figures everything out because his mind has been so messed with in comics that when Wanda does it, he wakes up like, what's going on? I don't. What's that? This is weird. What's that girl's name that came out of that series? Layla Miller. Yes, and then she, she was, was X Factor after that for a while. Mm-hmm. That was a really good run with uh, another thing Jamie where Madrox. she's more or less the creation of Wanda in a way to mm-hmm. be the antithesis antithesis to her powers of everything. It's just yeah, Excellent. comics are weird sometimes, people. And then and then what? Marvel is doing in the MCU is taking all that weirdness, finding the core story and saying, here you go. Mm-hmm. And the masses let's are eating about, it up. Let's talk about another awesome thing to come out of WandaVision. Uh, Monica Rambeau as either Photon or um, what was, what's her other name in the Captain comics? Marvel. No. It's, yeah, she was Captain Marvel for a while. Spe- Spectrum. 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 Charter. I was like, what Charter are, Spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Charters, <laughs> Charter Spectrum. Um, but I think that was, and we don't even know what we saw, right? Like we saw her eyes glow blue. We mm-hmm. saw her eyes glow purple. We saw them glow gold. Mm-hmm. She can definitely look at fields of whatever energy. So yeah. mm-hmm. the funny thing that I mean, the funny thing Marvel does is rarely does somebody get their comic book name yeah. right up front. You know, like even right. the joke in uh, Infinity Wars, like I'm Doctor Strange. I was like, <laughs> Spider-Man's like, oh, we're using oh, our oh, made, up names. made up names. Made up names. Spider-Man. <laughs> that kind of thing. So like. <sighs> Which that's the second time they've done that, the Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. because when he was talking to Caecilius. Oh, that whole thing. <laughs> that was just a funny <laughs> joke entirely. He's like, Mr. He's like, Mr. Doctor. He's like, it's strange. He goes, I see. Yeah, it usually <laughs> is. But um, I don't know if we'll get a name for her. Maybe. Um, it's interesting how much they did her origin here and just left it hanging. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But her mother, I want to say on her mom's name plate, it said uh, photon, photon, Uh something like that. So maybe that'll be as much. She might take it up for that. Yeah. If she takes a name. Because I think she's going by photon now in the comics. Yeah, because it mm-hmm. did say in Captain Marvel, her mom's jet did say photon. Right, on it. so we'll probably see more of her in Captain Marvel too. Yep, I think so, she's already oh, slated for, sure. for it. Yeah, I thought we were going to see Captain Marvel in this show. <laughs> what they no. they went like they totally like led us along a little bit with the the oh i know an aerospace engineer we're like oh who's the aerospace engineer <laughs> and then it was again, just like nobody again everybody's like oh who's this who's this is it reed richards is that how they get fantastic four in there and it's like no i i really think marvel knows they're just dicking us around oh Especially yeah well, with that, the evan peters quicksilver which i enjoyed i thought that was funny i, I thought that was I, nice uh-huh i think and that then, was just a fun nod just like yeah. Yes, we we've got Fox in our hen house mm-hmm. now. Like, let's give you a little little nibble, 
Yeah. Um, wasn't the boner joke like a joke from the the Fox X Men movies? Like, wasn't that his like alias at one point in the? Uh, oh, I don't remember the new. I, I, I want to say like that was such a weird joke to make on it. Yeah, own. Like, it has to have some sort of. Yeah, background. it's probably got some meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like uh, Eric Voss from New Rockstar says something about the director being on the some kind of old spinoff where his nickname was boner like a sitcom from the eighties. God, I can't oh, remember. It was in growing pains. There was a character named yes. boner who was Mike Seaver's best it, friend. I th- it was, I think he was like something. Oh, there's, there's some connection and they're like, it's a stretch. Maybe that, <laughs> but a, gr- a growing pains, a yeah, growing pains reference. That and- no, I think it was ju- like, there's a director or something that was a connection. It was like a weird. Oh, like, okay. That guy who played that guy was a director for. So, I don't remember. No, they I made think a connection in in one of their breakdowns, mm-hmm. um, in New Rockstars, and I just watch all their stuff, so it's no big deal. But, um, I'm trying to look at like, the episodes and see if there's anything that like I didn't want to hurt that we hadn't, you know, brought up. But I mean, it was just, and and I think I talked to my brother, and he was like. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, what is going on? I was like, keep going. <laughs> you got to keep you're going. So, yep. I was like, you're so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because a, it's I remember, a very slow burn and I enjoy that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because we really haven't gotten anything like that in a while. It's all just been like, ah, and that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, What do y'all think about uh, scrolls? Because, I mean, obviously that's a, <sighs> Captain Marvel tie-in. They said he pointing up, which I think oh, is Nick a Fury. Nick Fury Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of hint. Do, do you think? Yeah. Well, that I mean, he's getting that whole show right. Mm-hmm. They're doing a mm-hmm. Secret Invasion and, and it's, show. It's not animated, correct? No, it's no, live it's action. Animated. Live action. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sam Jackson's good. on it. Um, I'm I'm much more on board with it now after seeing WandaVision, seeing how they tackle Secret Invasion. I was hoping for more of a big Thanos level kind of thing, or at least That's a couple Avenger movies kind of thing with yeah. it would have been nice, but as good as they did with WandaVision, I'm okay with whatever, however they tell, tell their stories. Like I can't wait for Falcon and Winter Soldier now, like so bad. So just, which is like, Come, what's that like two three weeks away two, uh, weeks. two weeks so this friday they're gonna have the special behind the scenes making of wandavision as just one episode with with mandalorian they did a whole season of it they're just doing one show of it with wandavision and then falcon and winter soldier after that i could see them needing to do more for mandalorian <laughs> right <laughs> Well, they did a lot. Um, they talked a lot about the directors and the story and the actors like individually um, which you, I think you could do that more with a, a Star Wars thing. With WandaVision, I think it was a lot, so many of the same people involved um, mm-hmm. that you don't need so many episodes for that. Not to mention that, whatever, we're just going to put it on a DVD at some point anyway. So. Right. Right. But. I mean, I think one of the biggest takeaways from this was getting to see the chops of Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany because man, Mm -hmm. they crushed it. Yeah. Like I love like Paul Bettany's vision is awesome. It's amazing. Have you heard him tell his story about how he was this close to quitting acting? Mm -hmm. 
I told it on this podcast. Okay. Because I was like, I oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just to hear him tell um, him, like, I was I mean, he said he was like, sit. He's like sitting on a curb, like his agent had just called. It was like, you're never going to work in Hollywood again. You should start looking for something else. And then like, who was it? Was it um, Kevin Feige, wasn't it? Kevin, Kevin yeah. Feige called him. I almost said Josh Wheaton. <laughs> Kevin Feige called him. I just want to be like, Paul, fire that agent. He doesn't know what he's talking about. If he can't get you Obviously. a job in Hollywood. Good Lord, man. And the stuff you've made yeah. up till now. Good Lord, man. I know. He's awesome. <laughs> And then I'm just so happy for Elizabeth Olsen to basically outshine her sisters. Oh. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. Like when they cast her for Age of Ultron. No, I I never knew there was a third sister. I never knew. Yeah. Now she's just leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just done so much for Marvel and yeah. just her career in general has been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely... Good Lord, bringing Wanda to life the way she did and the way they did. It's funny. I was also reading up on just reading back on her origin story and how much it's flipping changed. And so how much at this point, it doesn't matter that mutants aren't in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at this point, especially oh, yeah. with their weird ass origin story. Like, I think it started out more or less they were this... Uh, kids of magneto and then the writers at marvel comics like no that's not weird enough <laughs> I, and i really I like evolutionary uh-huh give them yes. a minotaur right <laughs> and i just i like i liked what you said earlier um with it being like with wanda being part mutant and part witch or like magic and, and mutant mm-hmm. put together whereas in the mcu she's magic and mind stone right so it's the yeah. you know she still got that duality exactly but in a different way yeah. without the mutant part With, so. and just make and just doing that on this show and the way they did it and can we talk about how she learned from agatha and Holy agatha boy. captured her she's like see the runes only the person who does magic in this room mm-hmm. who created those runes can do it and it, I was watching the fight. She was missing pretty hard on Agatha. I was like, what yeah. is she doing? I did. I was like, what's And happening? then the runes appeared. I was like, oh, oh, no. Holy crap. Like, she just, you just played yourself, Agatha. You just played I mean, yourself. There's, it's it's so crazy because it's showing how observant and a quick learner she is. Because mm-hmm. it's two things, right? She did, obviously, the thing with the runes. And then she did, Um, she learned how to, like, the the disappearing thing right like turning invisible uh-huh. that agatha was doing because she does it to her and can we talk about how she did the creepy walk-up thing yeah. like she did it didn't oh work but that God. was great like seeing yeah. old school from age of ultron first time we see her yeah. come up and do like the, yeah, the creepy the creepy walk-up like mm-hmm. sin thoughts mm-hmm. into your temple thing oh yeah i, I, I knew it was gonna backfire because that's the way they do it but it was so cool to see that again to see her play that card again that they shot it like in a different frame or something to do the yeah it's like it's like it's like real yeah Mm -hmm. i love i i remember seeing that in uh theaters for age ultron i was like oh god i i thought her theater was gonna break (laughs) (laughs) like i thought because i'm so used i'm so used to being heartbroken by tallahassee theaters well no it's you've also you've you've had the double whammy of the bainbridge movie theater of like the film like (laughs) melting (sighs) that's a story for another day a freaking men in black 2 or Men in Black 3, and 
I'll tell you after. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so Randall Park. I want more. Yes, I want more. I uh, want Lord. an entire show mm-hmm. where he works with people affected by the blip, like and he like helps them through mm-hmm. their like kind crisis. of like a, That'd be a, cool. a bumbling Mandalorian almost. <laughs> yeah, like I could see that. No, like, you do- Jimmy Woo's like good what he does, but I, I don't think he's the best. So there's like that little bit of that bumble to him, I think. Right. I mean, we saw him in both Ant-Man movies, right? Like we saw him. <laughs> I'm a youth pastor. Can you teach me that for the kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he, I don't think he's the bubbling guy. I think he's the guy that tries too hard and people are turned off by that, but he's really good. How much yeah. magic trick stuff did he learn and use? I want to see him and Paul Rudd swapping yeah. stories of what they've done with their tricks. <laughs> I want to see That'd him awesome. back with Ant-Man and be like, hey, I learned how to do he's, this. <laughs> he's going to be in Quantumanium. It's already yeah. been announced. So. so, oh, of course he's got to be in the next Ant Man movie. Like, just to see the two of them go back and forth, swapping tricks. Like, I figured out how to do this, and Paul was like, "Oh, nice." What about this? Off and I said, "Finesse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I really liked the part of Wandavision where it visited when Monica came back, like when she. Yeah, it was the <laughs> like first time we've really seen the anti-blip of people coming back. And it was just like the absolute chaos in the hospital and like what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I would love to see, and I've said this on here before, I would love to see more of that. Yeah. Like keep giving me that. Give me the aftermath. And I I mean, hell, make a new show called Aftermath and it's literally just about people coming back from the blip. Yeah. I think they've been very hand wavy in saying, oh, everybody came back safely. It's okay. But like, just because they came back safely doesn't mean it wasn't crazy. Airplanes, people driving cars, no. people. I mean, it's just like yeah. helicopter at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, slammed to the wall. Mm-hmm. People getting open heart surgery. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. Again, hand wavy in explaining it away, but they're like, "Yeah, everybody came back okay." It's like okay. people in the middle of surgery, and then they blip back. It's just, yeah. Yes, this is oh. <laughs> right next to somebody else you, who's having us. Another kind of surgery right there. Yeah. What if somebody else is in the exact same spot you Mm -hmm. were in? I think that happened in the hospital and they just like bumped into people and fell down and stuff. But yeah. That was crazy. That's the mutants. mutants. This is a horse show now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I mean, we've talked about how the, how they do the mutants a lot and we don't have to get into it here, but I mean, it's gotta be something with the radiation it's either the people that stayed got affected from the snap or the people that blipped somehow got affected by the radiation. And that's how they're going to do their genes. Because Rocket brought it up, right? He's like, this is like, they've, they've never, or the universe has never seen radiation like this. And Mm -hmm. it happened twice in a week. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But they could, I think that's the easiest way to explain. Yeah. Personally. He did it once on earth. That radiation Mm -hmm. unlocked the X gene. And there's probably, and they can explain it away that a couple mutants in the past got it unlocked a different way with a different type of radiation or something. They could do an yeah. apocalypse, actual justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I mean, I I have faith that they'll do justice to it. I just want to see it. I know they're going to take their time and do it right. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I don't want them to rush into it for sure. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to. Please don't be like, all right, uh, mutants exist. Here's three movies, and the third one's Dark Phoenix. Right. Because <laughs> they did that yeah. two times already. <laughs> I mean, I don't. That, I don't want to see Phoenix. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to. Please nope. don't. I'm done. There's yeah. so many more X-Men stories to be told. Right. That do not have Jean a- Grey. Again, Dark Phoenix, the Phoenix, whatever, however you do it, that needs to be Thanos level 10 years mm-hmm. of storytelling mm-hmm. to do it yes. justice. Because we've seen what doing it in just first. a few movies does. Yep. Yep. Oh, but that's a whole nother you podcast. Don't, you, don't, you don't care, right? Like you don't care about those characters enough for it to matter. Right. Right. Not yet. But WandaVision. Did we, did we, did we get it all? <laughs> Say what? We didn't know about Kat Dennings. I don't know. Oh, oh. my gosh. She's awesome. <laughs> she was such a good comic relief she, in this show. Mm-hmm. And where really there was a couple of comic relief characters, but she did such a good job. And I just love how blunt her character is. I love that she crashed that car into Hayward. <laughs> it was like, enjoy prison. prison. Yeah. You just shot at two children. <laughs> but how about her arc overall in the MCU? In Thor, she was a lab assistant that just did it for the credits and got so invested in everything that now she's a doctor. PhD, what what was her? Yeah, I mean, she, oh she's gosh, a, no, she, was, she she was like Doctor Lewis. Yeah, like yeah, but I don't remember somebody. what she. I don't remember what she got her thing in. Right, probably astrophysics or yeah, science, something like that. Like comic book science. They were like, yeah, she's come a long way, and she knows what she's talking about, and nobody questioned her. And if they questioned yeah. her, she was like, well, here's what I know, here's what I can do, and it's just like they, her arc from being a lab assistant to somebody capable of being on the team. And helping out with this situation is just incredible writing. Like, and taking characters that were maybe made for comic relief, you know, at the time it was like, Kat Dennings is hilarious. Let's just put her in Thor and have some funny stuff. Let's keep having her in Thor and do some funny stuff. Hey, let's bring her back. She could do, still do the funny stuff, but she's somebody who's been through this world and been through this stuff and has learned about it and has grown mm-hmm. and matured as a character. And still doing the funny stuff. And I love her because she's so just absolutely calm around superheroes. <laughs> because yeah. of like what she went through in Thor. Uh-huh. That it's just like, she's like, oh, what's up? You're the vision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we're just chilling. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, they're, uh-huh. they're just like riding in a car together talking. And it's just like. And also they avoided the trope of her being like, oh, what, what happened? Oh, you're the vision. Should I be scared of you? What should I do? And it's like, nope, she's going to be the one right there holding vision's hand and helping him through this. Like we're, yes. we're going to we're going to skip all that tropey crap and just go right to it. Cause we don't need to do all that tropey crap. Yeah. I mean, she, and it was, <laughs> I mean, she just did such a good job. Cause what did, what did she say in Thor? Like, she's like, Oh cool. You're still Leslie. What's up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like it was just like, so she's so nonchalant. With, uh-huh. Like the God of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and always talking about meow, 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 meow. You got meow, 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 meow. Um, I think I, I would hope she comes back in Multiverse of Madness. I mean, keep I just, her going. Yeah. I think she would be good as one. She just pops around. 
Maybe yeah. like mm-hmm. she becomes a part of Sword now. And whenever I mean, we, we see are, Sword, we see her. Mm-hmm. We are getting a new Thor, so Yeah. I don't I don't think she's gonna be with Sword after what they went through. Unless she helps unless her and Monica take over. Mm-hmm. And like she's Monica's right hand person rebuilding Sword. Yeah. Which I mean that could be, and I mean do you think? Okay, here's a question: Do you think when I say when, if they bring Monica in as new acting director of Sword, she changes the name? What would she change it to, though? The one in the sentient world observation. What was it? No, the sentient weapons observation Uh, for the show. Yeah, she could do that. Look at you. Because they were working on Vision, who's their sentient weapon. Pull an Iron Man and change it up. Mm -hmm. Like Tony did with his company. I think think she comes in and she's like, we're not working on weapons. We're here to, you know, keep the world protected. Especially with the scroll showing up at the end. It's entirely Mm -hmm. possible. I, we, we talked about like a second, but Secret Invasion... I really, I too wanted it to be the big thing mm-hmm. because I I love that story so much. Yes, just, and every the fallout from it mm-hmm. is what I love even even more. Just the distrust of everyone. Yeah. Hopefully, my theory is that Secret Invasion obviously is not going to be the big thing, but I think it's going to be like the the looming shadow or the cloud that's over everyone's head during the the next big thing you know we're fighting together against whatever but is is this person who i really think they are or are mm-hmm. they well see it's not even gonna be scrolls though because scrolls are good guys in this yeah that's the the ones we've you, seen there's I think, are, I think we get a i think we get like a sleeper cell or something well part of secret invasion is those scrolls were another faction that were highly religious about their society and that their planet got destroyed so they deserve earth according oh, to their religion yes. because whoever took over spider woman was the queen mm-hmm. that's right that's right oh, you are i'm not finished with that story yet <laughs> it's, it's still seven inches to the left isn't it? <laughs> yeah. just right there with civil war the the freaking mark miller's like this mm-hmm. oddy i have like the hardback civil war with Half of it is the story, and the other half is like the script, Audie. The freaking oh, script. nice. And this piece of crap over here <laughs> has had it before my daughter was born, I think. Years. Yeah, Literally it's been a years. long time. <laughs> I'll get to it someday. You're going to get to it the same day you get to Ted Lasso. Put a gun to your head and make you do it. Yeah. Where? Watch this. Read it. Watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> Read the freaking comics. Come on. Dude. Um. So what's crazy about you know you're bringing up oh the, you know setting up the big bad what we're not getting a team-up movie in phase four that's true they've already come out and said that i mean we're is this this is like a first phase of us not getting a team-up movie right so they've said but what do they consider a team-up movie i mean the third avengers, captain america movie was basically avengers 1 2.5 so yeah, they could true. do something like that that's very true so maybe it's 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 our first phase. We do not have an an Avengers a specific movie, movie. right? Yeah, which is interesting because mm-hmm. I would feel. I mean, we saw that the Avengers were such a heavy presence. You know, they had their own facility. Mm-hmm. They had like their own branding, that sort of thing. And then, but now they like definitely saved a world. 
You know, yeah. there's there's no way no politician could spin it like how Sokovia was spun because, yeah, it was their fault. Um, New York was kind of spun in certain films like I can't think of a way you can spin the Thanos battle to make the Avengers look like the bad guys. You know what I mean? Like they have to be like the premier superheroes. But and I mean, they could say that if they hadn't done what they done, Thanos wouldn't have found the stones on Earth. And okay, you're well, okay. You're right. So, Endgame was what a five-year leap mm-hmm. beginning of that movie, which so is in, crazy. Now we're all messed up. So, in those five <laughs> years, did they explain to the world what the heck happened? I want to know that too. Like we've got this, <laughs> we've got these groups of what happened. They call it the blip. Like, we've all been calling it the snap because we know Thanos freaking snapped it. They are calling it the blip because nobody knows what happened. Like, that Lord. Do they? Yeah. To and then after that, like, that's, I'm guaranteeing you, that's why Zemo is coming after superheroes in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's like, not only were the Avengers done crap to freaking Sokovia, my hometown. Oh, wait, they screwed up the universe. Because they couldn't do it yeah, right, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what how they handle that. But yeah, like, so at this point, we should have had Black Widow, we should have had Falcon and Winter Soldier, we should have had Externals, we should have had Shang Chi. Those oh, four wow. things were supposed to come out before Wandavision, and then that's Doctor Strange. All those were supposed to come out before Wandavision. That was the lineup. Within the next few years. And then COVID said, screw that. (laughs) Which is, so this is crazy because I'm kind of glad we got WandaVision first, just because WandaVision is set before um, Spider-Man Homecoming or whatever the uh, Far From Home. It's set before Far From Home. You mean uh, No Way Home? Uh, No Way Home. I'm sorry. Whatever the, no, 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 no. Whatever the most most recent Spider-Man movie was, I think WandaVision is before that timeline wise, because yeah, WandaVision be. happens immediately after is, they get she back. Was like a mm-hmm. day or two. And then she, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is crazy. Right. Like, so we've already gone back a bit, right? Because like, we've already kind of got some stuff established from Spider-Man far from home. Mm-hmm. And then, we're like, all right, now we're going to go immediately after what happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how this <laughs> timeline is right now and what they're going to do. So next we get Cap Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then I think... Uh, after Falcon and Winter Soldier should be Black Widow. Should be, yeah. So I'm looking at Polygon. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Soldier. Then Black Widow in May, then in June we get Loki. Oh, I am so pumped for that! All right, here's the plan for Black Widow. Okay, if it actually comes out, I know some of those theaters are doing the rent the whole theater for like a hundred bucks or something. Let's do it. (laughs) We'll find a theater, just like get all of us together. We'll spread out. Sure, (laughs) that'd be awesome. I like that. Shang Chi after is supposed to be after Loki. Then the Eternals after that. And like, can you believe we're getting an Eternals movie? <laughs> no, 
I'm so interested <laughs> to see how they handle that. But I mean, cause it's the weird. They, it's the weirdest thing so far, in my opinion. Well, I mean, they did a really bad job with uh, what was the movie with or the show with like Black Inhumans. And, and then but humans? but that, that was wasn't terrible. Marvel. That was Fox. That was, Fox. That's true. So, no. At this point, they have done Thor, and specifically, um, what was the last Thor movie? Um, Love, uh, Ragnarok. Or, um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. The way that worked out and spreading out the universe, and it was kind of Thor slash World War Hulk. Yeah. Yep. They did Guardians of the Galaxy, and like Peter Quill's dad is the planet. I have all the faith in the Eternals. I just can't wait Ego, to see the living planet. Yeah. And they put Brandy as the opening song <laughs> in that guard. I was watching it with my sister and I was like grabbing. I'm like, oh my God, they put Brandy in the Brandy is canon in the MCU. She's a fine girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a staple karaoke song for me. <laughs> I'm really interested to see how Black Widow ends and. I'm I'm betting we're getting another Black Widow and it's a different person. They change up the actress and the uh, who it is. It's or Florence. Or yeah, they they face swap, face off. Uh, we get a face off. It's just I face off. I literally thought about that today. Face. Whatever. They're doing a remake of that. They can have that. <laughs> <laughs> they fa- they she uh was it Milena Belova, whatever her sister's name is, and so they face swap them. So <laughs> it was really the um. Yelena Belova. I'm sorry. It's the, so the, uh-huh. the black widow that died is actually her sister. Right. <laughs> no. They. No. <laughs> Yelena's going to be the new black widow. I'm. I'm that, planting my flag here because they've done that in the comics and that works. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting if she connects with Hawkeye in some way. Like they end that movie with her talking to Hawkeye or something. I don't know. Yeah. Is it yeah. is it Florence Pugh who's playing? Uh huh. Florence Pugh. And that Zach Zach Braff's girlfriend yes. is that who that is? Yeah. Uh, is the girl from uh, Hereditary? Nope. Not Hereditary. What's the one? Uh, um, Midsummer. Mid- yep. Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. Big old. Ugh. <laughs> that movie. Good God. <laughs> Have you seen that junk, Audie? No, I, I'm not subjecting myself to that. You did not. Of, you didn't want to no, do our, our do watch along, man. No, I don't do that. I don't submit BJ's myself favorite, to that. Favorite moment of the entire year when he has to make me watch some terrible. No. I'm I'm going to make you watch that super scary one. I forgot what it was called. Mm-mm. Um, no. Okay, bringing it back to Wandavision. Yes. Thank you. And just Marvel in general. Brought you here. Still talking about the way they have adapted stories, like. I was rewatching, um, I haven't finished it yet, but Civil War. Mm-hmm. When Hawkeye comes to break out Wanda from the um, Avengers oh, compound. The or, or, yeah. No, oh, from the Avengers yeah, yeah, yeah. compound when Avengers Vision's compound. there. Like Everybody thought, oh, this is cool. It's like Hawkeye and Wanda going up against Vision and stuff. And like all the comic book nerds are like, holy crap, they're doing it. Like for a while, Wanda and Hawkeye were a thing. Mm-hmm. And Wanda killed Hawkeye in the Avengers leading up to House of M. Like, yeah. and then she killed him again in the middle of it. Like, there's some history between <laughs> the two of them. And just you died, and I'm going to kill you. Right. But just playing with their uh, characters this way. Again, they don't give you everything they've ever done in the comics, but they give you core nuggets of how these characters were together and interacted. Mm 
in such a great way. It's just, again, the writers have done such a good job of this. And with that movie and you look at, you look at all the Captain Americas, especially the last two, and then the Avengers movies where it was all the Russo brothers, you know these guys know the comics like the back of their hands yeah. Yeah. and grew up with them and like, okay, what's the best way to do this story? What's the best way to p- pull this part of it out? And I think that's what WandaVision did so well. Like, you know, the comic book nerds are like, white vision, oh my gosh, there's all this history. And everybody's like, okay, he's white. Well, what's going on? Right. Yeah, you know? but <laughs> I mean, honestly, again, that's they distill it, it down to a core of this is the vision that the government put together, and then this is how we fix him, right? And they did it in just a couple episodes, hmm. and did it really well. I mean, what do you think that does that white vision go back to sword and be like, "Yo, what's up?" Or does he go try to find himself? Or does he go? Where's he go? What's he doing? He's got to be like a go find yourself kind of thing. Yeah, because Vision in the movies before Thanos showed up was always questioning his connection to the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Right. Like specifically in Civil War, he talks stone. about it with Wanda. He's like, I don't know what this is exactly. I know it gave you your powers. I know it turned me into what I am, but I'm not sure what this is. And I'm not sure whether or not I'm different without it. And now we're finding or, him without it. Does he go to Wakanda? Because that's where the vibranium's from. That's where Shuri was scanning him. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm, does he like, go there? Last place. Does Does he know? He's like, oh, what I'm made of came from this, Got was taken from this nation. I mean, does, this, right. does, his, does his super analytical brain go, Okay, where do I belong? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. He doesn't know what they did to destroy Thanos. I don't think... Unless Wanda... Well, even Wanda was gone. She didn't hardly know. Unless she somehow knew, passed that on to Creative Vision, and Creative Vision put it in White Vision. Yeah, the stones we got were from different times and different worlds. So you'll have to go there. And the Mind Stone... Is like the hardest to get because you have to sacrifice something. Like, mm-hmm. does he try and go get the Mind Stone somehow, some way? I don't know. Because I mean, <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the thing. So, I mean, it's where, kind of the thing with they where they uploaded the entire internet to Ultron, <laughs> and that ended exactly how you thought it was. Right. Going to end. Exactly. She's so, been on Reddit for an hour. So, but like, it. I mm-hmm. feel like. White Vision being more Android than current Vision, right? Was I think he would absorb some of that knowledge that's mm-hmm. out there and things like that. So he probably would teach himself what happened, right? right? I feel like or that's kind of where that would come from. Does he go? Oh. Does he go searching somewhere else for the answers and ends up in Guardians or something? Right. Like, where, oh hey, there's he White Vision. Just straight. He's actually just training young Avengers. He's going to be the the pop pop of the Avengers, <laughs> young Avengers. Right. Oh my gosh! And then the, you get onto young Avengers and the way they, uh, you know, played with that. Okay, so for those of you who are not uber comic book nerds like us, Come Young on. Avengers is a series that came out where two of the team members happen to be those children of Wanda, somehow speed. brought back. They're still not sure how that happened. 
but they know that they're that's who they are like they figured it out somehow and know it somehow um in the comics they're actual twins they just have different color hair but the fun thing is all those comic book nerds knew it immediately because their uh costuming and the clothes they were wearing were the exact same colors of their hero costumes in the comics and it was like you know you're like okay cool kids and we're us comic book uber nerds are like they've got the colors that you know they it's like they did in smallville where clark kent was always wearing a blue shirt and a red jacket that kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know they really played up where they came from in the comics and you know for those who knew it it was recognizable if you didn't recognize it you still are getting a cool story about these kids of wanda and vision do you think that's where we go with phase five or six we get to young avengers Okay. Because whatever Wanda's doing is trying to get her children back. Yeah. Because in the in that last post credit scene, we hear her kids calling out to her. Right. So so hear me out. We have Wiccan, we have Speed, right? We are getting Kate Bishop and Hawkeye. True. Yep. She's one of them. Mm-hmm. We're getting Cassie Lang. She's Thatcher. there. All we need, we're getting. We know it's already been confirmed that uh, Kang the Conqueror is going to be. In, in um, Ant Man, Quantumania, played by the guy who's the main dude in um oh in uh, uh oh the HBO show that I love so much that was so wild um yep I uh, can't think of the name of it it was crazy Key and Peele uh, Jordan Peele was the producer on it um oh this is making me mad <laughs> oh my of, god I'm gonna think it's of it the, later um, oh my god it's so annoying it's on the tip of my tongue something county. Um, Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Country. That's it. Um, Jonathan so Majors. So all they need is Hulkling. Yeah, Hulkling is she the old, and, coming up. Oh, because oh, I'm sorry, I, I lost the train of thought. Kang, uh, Iron Lad in Young Avengers is a young Kang, the Conqueror, mm-hmm. who went back in time same, to stop himself from being Kang. Mm-hmm. And then all we need is Hulkling. Which I don't know where the frick Hulk. He's a scroll hybrid. Something. Well, we've been we've had this much time since Captain Marvel and putting the kibosh on the cult, the Kree scroll war. Yes, <laughs> it's enough that there could be some mixing up of races there. Um, maybe even I don't know. I don't know how they do it. There's a way they could. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can They get kind of hand wavy and kill Hulkling's mom in like one book in the comics anyways so yeah yeah it's fine, um, it's fine. don't worry about it they could ma- they oh. can make it work they could definitely make it work is Hulkling a human scroll is that the hybrid that I'm thinking of or is he no, a Kree scroll no he's Kree scroll okay that's but being Kree he can play human really well yeah okay, okay. so they could do it we could do it mm-hmm. this close yeah this close it's exciting yeah the only thing, um, who's the Captain America again? Uh, Patriot. Patriot. I can't his name, but that would be that would be an interesting one to figure out because you have to go back. He could be like the story of Young Avengers. Like he could be the new character mm-hmm. of that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sarah and will be semi. Yeah. So in the comics, I mean, do you, the, it could be the fallout from Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? Like they keep yeah. deciding who should wield the shield, this kind of thing, and then mm-hmm. it turns out they're like neither of us should do this. This young boy should. No. Yes. I don't Is think he, the, he, I don't think they could do that, but he's definitely fallout from the super soldier serum being all over the place. Like 
that thing gets yeah. all over the place in Marvel these days, and they could definitely do that. Because um, in the comics, he's basically the grandson of the Tuskegee Airmen of Captain America, that mm-hmm. the that they actually tested the serum on first on the black guys, of course, because that's what we do in this country, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And you know, they wrote it into the comics and made it, you know, just one more thing that like. <laughs> It wasn't the white guy first. We screwed up. Yeah. Um, but he was using the mute, mutant hormone gene or some sort of drug to give him his powers, right? I think so. But I think being the grandson of one of the guys who yeah, it was tested on is what made it work the right way. Yeah. But again, they could make it work without having to do all that. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. I think trying to go that way would be a little... I don't think you could do that well at this point with the way they made Captain America. Right. So, and they've, they've, that story was played out well enough as it is. They could do it a different way. Just, you know, super soldier serum all over the place. Apparently, you know, Thunderbolt Ross had stacks of it just sitting there waiting to do something with it somehow. So nuke. Ooh, he was already done though, but yeah, nuke was cool. Well, we're getting some kind of, what is it? Um, Whoever this guy is in Winter Soldier, or the Falcon and Winter Soldier, is going to be some new Captain America type. Um, oh, the U.S. agent? Yeah, oh, the U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah. yeah. We're getting that somehow, some way. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> if we haven't nerded out for you like guys I've enough. just, like, worked out. Just, just, <laughs> last 40 minutes, just me and Audie and Griffin just talking about what could happen. <laughs> Um, this reminds me of the talks I had in high school when comic book movies were n- a blip in the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, Tim Burton's Batman had just come out and it's like, ooh, we could do this. We, <laughs> we have come do it. so far. <laughs> Thankfully. At least Thankfully. in the MCU. DC, that's do a whole nother look, podcast. Do you th- Do you think they suggest scrap it and start over? Or should they try to salvage something from the DCU? I think at this point, they're just treating everything as an Elseworlds property that could be connected. But like, uh, what was it? Lady that directed Wonder Woman said said as uh, much. Patty, that she, Jenkins. Patty Jenkins, I think, said in an interview that she doesn't consider some of the maybe Justice League or something canon to her movie. So she didn't care about the timeline as much. So I think, I think they kind of messed that up and it's, it's going to take a new 52 reboot of the whole movie franchise. I think to do it right and do it justice, whether they do that or not, they do steps on their throat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It'll be this way. I'm gonna take the hat off. Well, I mean, even Kevin Feige didn't <laughs> have want, that much power. He he was a brain trust that Marvel mm-hmm. leaned on, but he didn't have as much power in the beginning. And you could see that in some of the movies. Yeah. You know, kind of being here and there. But then once he finally once everybody understood, oh, this is really good work. Oh, he's doing a really good job. We should give him more of this. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Yes, you should. Listen to me. <laughs> and the movies go, you know, connect so much better. He's yeah. like, I'll make you billions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> what uh, what should we use for our rating system? You always have a good one. Oh, um, um, out of 
one to five hexes because I like how they called it the hex. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was hexagons throughout the entire yeah. Yeah. show. Um, how many hexes do you give WandaVision? Griffin? Five out of five. Solid five. Audi? Yeah, I'd give it a five and a half. Whoa. He goes, he broke the scale. He yeah. Off the top scale. of the charts. Because um, it broke I, the scale. Like, it. Mm-hmm. some people anticipated more and more people were like, isn't her grief enough for you people? Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> so the way they, they told the story and her grief and when when she finished everything and tore it down. That's when I cried. That's when I oh. lost it. That whole, that whole from the, like putting the kids to bed. It was like mm-hmm. it was stirring. Yeah, <laughs> and then it was just like so hard. <laughs> yeah, and I saw what is it? Justin McElroy complain about that. It's like these people don't have kids. They don't know how you would really act like that. And I was like, I understand that, but I also am like, I don't think Wanda's not still broken. Yeah, so I mean, Wanda's not fixed. Yeah, she fixed this mess <laughs> enough. Yeah, she went okay. I can at least handle this part of my mm-hmm. grief. Yeah, right. I still have grief, or like all grief, I just hid it away from you people. Exactly. Yeah, which is what people do way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beach. What would you give it? I'd give it five out of five hexes. Like, don't feel pressured now. No, no, yeah. no, no. My only like semi complaint, it's not really a complaint, it's just excuse me, is that every episode was this kind of a weird what's going on, what's going on. Okay, we're we're peeling the onions, the layers of the onion back, you know, in the center is Shrek, but Cakes. Everybody yeah. loves cakes. <laughs> but Every episode was just like this weird mystery, weird mystery, weird mystery. Not a lot of, a- no action. Honestly, none. Until episode nine, it's just, it's just all action. And it, it's not bad. I'm, I love, you know me, Griffin. I, I cried in Civil War. I cried in, I cried in all of them. <laughs> um, I cried in Ragnarok. <laughs> God, dude. Just kidding. I cried in the, the core. Um, <laughs> But like, it it was just not jarring, but it was just kind of a right turn a little bit. Not not a bad right turn, you know. It was, but I think it and not to defend it because of course I agree no, with you. But just it, it, it was one of those it was one of those things that it was building towards, right? Like mm, it yeah. was like you're like, when is this coming to a head? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially when you have white vision. Like, okay, we got it. He did the Terminator walk out of the fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody thought awesome. something was coming on when Paul Bettany gave an interview. He's like, "I got to work with the best actor in the business." What an he's like, "I've been troll. he's oh my god, he trolled so yeah, hard." He he's like, "I've been wanting to work with this actor for a long time. Yep. It's so exciting, blah, blah blah." And then it was himself, and that was hilarious. Yeah, I love Paul <laughs> Bettany so much more for that. Just the oh. smile on Joker's face when episode mm. nine. Tried. And then he did like a follow up and he was like, I think people are going to be mad. <laughs> you do you, Paul. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, thank you so much for sticking this out with us. This is a real long one, uh, but we oh, wanted wow. to make the most of having Audi here with us. Um, yeah. When nerds talk, if, it goes long. They, they Griffin, talk. We talked this long for Endgame. Like this, 
This was a, yeah, we, yeah. This was a, a, on par with the length for in-game episode. Audie, I think because uh, absolutely. Yeah, thanks man. for Thank having you me so much. And having you here really did spark some of that. Like, yes, Wandavision was good. If we, you know, if we were just talking that, I don't th- don't think it would have went this long. But it really went to what now, you know? Yeah. So, which I think was great. Well, we'll see you in a couple uh, weeks when Falcon and Winter Soldier comes. Too pumped, baby! So excited. Um, you can guys, you can find me on Twitter at Griffin underscore guitar. You can find BG on Twitter at bguest ninety two. Audie, where can the people find you? you can find me at on Twitter at oddly normal one. And again, check out America's Next Top Podcaster too. Those those episodes are releasing, and basically every week you'll start getting stuff for that. So, and if you and we watch Highlander, and let's watch Highlander. Let's watch. We're Highlander. not doing our episode this week. Because Travis was doing something else, and I'm here. So normally we record <laughs> at the same time. I'm here in the chat for like five minutes, and I'm like, okay, guys, I got to record my show. <laughs> um, well, you definitely could have made the beginning and the end of this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, guys, you can find uh, our uh, podcast account on Twitter at the Best Podcast. You can follow us on Twitch by the same name twitch.tv slash best podcast you can find our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast if we're not somewhere that you want us to be let us know audio thanks again so much we can't wait to bring you back on um for when we what do we say we're gonna talk about ready player two yeah (laughs) and then falcon and winter soldier we'll have to do and exactly do the same thing for that 2021 is the year of marvel yeah it is i agree all right gang thank you so much Bye bye. bye bye